0: welcome to episode number 66 of beef's beef we got a special episode today a blue the bluegrass battle I guess you could call it the battle for the bluegrass uh, whatever you want to call it some people say the governor's Cup but to me that's only the football game uh, but tomorrow is the Louisville Kentucky game or today depending on when you're listening to this so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna preview uh, the game coming up and I uh, It'll give you a breakdown on what I think is going to happen. Uh, both teams come in with uh, very similar records. Uh, Kentucky is 9-2. and two, Louisville is 9-3. and three. Uh, Last five games, both teams have suffered a loss. <clears throat> They've played two common opponents. Uh, one common opponent is Central Arkansas. Both teams blew them out. Uh, the other common opponent is Seton Hall, which Louisville played on the road in, at Seton Hall. Kentucky played them a neutral site in New York. I guess you, I'm doing air quotes, but uh, I still would think that there was more U.K. fans uh, at that game than there were Seton Hall fans, even though it was in New York. But <clears throat> So that's the two similar opponents. Uh, like I said, both teams beat Central Arkansas. Louisville went on the road and beat Seton Hall in a hostile environment in a well-played game. Kentucky actually did lose to Seton Hall in New York. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, since then, uh, Kentucky has lost the player in A Green. Which, uh, since that has happened, it honestly has almost kind of seemed like addition by subtraction. You, you never like to say that, but as far as the team looking better, I mean, you you really only have one game in. But I think no, I'm sorry, you have two games in between there since A Green has transferred. Uh, they did beat Utah 88-61, and then they uh, won a game last week that a lot of people didn't really give them a chance of winning uh, against North Carolina in Chicago, uh, 80-72. to So, Kentucky has kind of, uh, I guess you could say, been on the upswing. Uh, I don't know what it is that's factored into it. Maybe Quade Green has factored into it some. I don't know. Uh, Quade Green never really seemed like a bad kid or anything but you never know when there's more balls to be shot for other players it helps egos and with the one-and-done system that Cal has instilled a lot of that stuff is egos because you're getting a lot of kids that are used to being not only the best player on their team but you know the best some of them a lot of them are the best player in their state uh, some of the best players in the country. So when you bring all that in, one of the big things that goes with it is trying to mesh all of these egos together. Uh, now you get that. You get the Reed Travis kid from Stanford. Uh, mix that with uh, some returning guys with like Quade Green, like P.J. Washington, like uh, <clears throat> like E.J. Montgomery, uh, and uh, Nick Richards. At the beginning of the season, Kentucky struggled. Uh, First game of the season, I mean, doesn't really bear repeating. They got their butts handed to them by Duke. um, And then they just kind of, I don't really know how to put it, they kind of just like, uh, uh, just bled through all their other games and just won by pure talent instead of actually enforcing their will on teams. I mean, you had games early in the season. Uh I mean, right after Duke they played at home against uh, I'm trying to think who it was. They played right they played at home against Southern Illinois, went seventy one to fifty nine. You can't you cannot convince me that Kentucky is only twelve points better than Southern Illinois. Uh there's way too much talent on this roster to be twelve points better twelve points better in rep arena. The Southern Illinois. Beat North Dakota. Beat the Brakes off of them. VMI, they won by 10 at home. Beat Winthrop by 13 at home. Beat Tennessee State at home. Beat Monmouth really bad. Beat UNC Greensboro, 78-61, but was losing at halftime and was losing in the second half. Granted, I know they won. Uh, then they go 2 to On that uh, neutral side game, lose to Seton Hall. And then the two blowout... Or the blowout game against Utah and then the game against North Carolina. So, he admitted... The only thing you can really take from it is, is that it, quite a Green leaving maybe had something to do with it. I don't know if it's something where it kind of woke the team up, if it was something that there was a chemistry issue with him in the locker room. I really don't know what it is. But you can't ignore the fact that since he's been gone, uh, they have played better. Now, coming into the game, uh, Kentucky's leading scorer, is Kelton Johnson, who averages 16.5 points, shoots 54% from the field, and 70% from the free throw line. That's not very good. So um, they do have four four double-digit scores, and Kentucky Kentucky's biggest thing is, is they're going to rebound. They're going to just constantly, constantly, constantly be on the boards. And with Louisville being slim on the inside, that's going to be a big. It's going to be a big thing. But the other, the good thing about the pack line defense that Chris Mack does run is it forces teams to shoot from the outside, and that is a thing that this Kentucky team does struggle with, um, especially with losing uh, arguably, or I mean, he was their best shooter in Quad a Green. Uh, He's no longer there. But, I mean, you have Kelton Johnson right behind him. You have Reed Travis at 15 points a game. Uh, Then you have P.J. Washington at 13 points a game. Then you have Tyler Harrow or Hero. I don't know how you really say it, at 12.4 points a game. Um, And then it kind of drops off from there. Quigley is the next next leading scorer. So, um, like I said, rebounding is a big deal with this Kentucky team. You have P.J. Washington at 8.5. P.J. Washington at 8.5. Uh, Reed Travis at six and a half, Kelvin Johnson at five and a half, EJ Montgomery at four and a half. So I mean, they they just hound the they just hound the rebounds. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and that's going to be like I said, that's going to be a big, big, big thing in this game with Louisville being as slim as they are inside. Uh, Steven Enoch, who's already had, I mean, who's already had his his troubles with being in foul trouble all season, is going to face outside of tennessee probably the best inside press or not probably this is outside of tennessee so far the best inside presence he's faced and if you think back to tennessee he didn't play well uh to be honest with you he hasn't really played well since the very very beginning of the season outside of maybe one game so if was going to win this game he malik williams and um he, Malik Williams, and Akoya Gower are all three going to have to show up. Uh, I think our guard play is good enough to win this game. You have guys like Jordan Noir. You have uh, leaders in Quan Four and Kristen Cunningham who will play, uh, who, was on, who was on concussion protocol last game against Robert Morris, and it really showed. Uh, Louis struggled. Uh, beat Came from behind to beat Robert Morris 73-59 to 59, in a game that was just ugly from the very beginning losing for most of the first half, if not all of it, losing at halftime, losing for uh, about half of the second half, and then finally taking the lead and pulling away and beating Robert Morris. Um, so, again, it was a wake-up call. Hopefully it, it helped. Uh, the 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 spread did come out today as Kentucky being a one-point favorite over the Cardinals. Um I, I'll give my prediction at the end of the at the end of the episode. But um, I, I mean, I think that's about right. A one point spread. I mean, you put it in the KFC Yum Center, and uh, both teams so far have, have showed kind of a lot of this, a lot of similarities. Um, it, it's 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 weird because what one team is good at, the other team is bad at. And it's just, who's is going to outweigh who's? Louisville's a good three-point shooting team. Kentucky's not good at defending a three-point shot. Kentucky is not good at shooting a three-point shot. And and Louisville's defense is is made to push you towards shooting them uh, and forcing you to shoot jump shots but Kentucky's inside game and offensive rebounding They're one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the nation. So whose style and whose effort is going to win out? Now, like I said, the game is at the KFC Yum Center, uh, where I believe Louisville's undefeated this season. Actually, I know they're undefeated this season at home. Uh, their only losses are to Tennessee on the road, Marquette on the road, or both neutral site, and then they lost to Indiana. So uh, Louisville is undefeated at home. Uh, this is Kentucky's first road road, actual road test. They've played all neutral site games, which is a big thing that they always do. Um, if you look at it more often than not, unless they have a actually more often than not, Louisville is their first road game whenever they play here, uh, unless they play a conference game before us, which rarely ever happens. So it's I don't know. It's it's something that. I mean, it's his team, and obviously he's had success in the past, but I've never understood why Calipari always plays just neutral site games instead of trying to test his team early, especially with all the young talent that he always brings in there. You have to wonder whether playing these road games like this more often would actually help his teams earlier. Because if you look at it, a lot of his teams struggle a lot. And... Uh, who knows maybe that's what he wants maybe he wants his guys to struggle early and then they have to kind of buy in and all that type of stuff i don't know i again i can't really question him he's one of the best there is at least as recruiting and uh motivating i won't really say he's a great x's and o's guy i don't really know if anybody will really disagree with me on that one but uh i'd say he probably knows what he's doing he's been in the coaching business for a while but uh, the biggest thing, like I said, is going to be what what style is going to win out. Um, a big player for Kentucky I feel like Louisville is going to have to uh, try to take away is uh, Aston Higgins. He's not big on the scoring, but uh, he's a great defender. Uh, eight, eight steals against North Carolina. He's uh, a true freshman. Actually was very high on Louisville. Uh, and... A lot of people will, a lot of people will learn something about Ashton Hagins. Ashton Hagins was um, AAU teammates with uh, Louisville commit and or Louisville signee for next season. Josh Nickelberry. Uh, those of you that follow recruiting notice that Josh Nickelberry took a huge plummet uh, during the summer. If you think back, Ashton Hagins was actually a junior, reclassified, and. Uh, Left at AAU team, Ashton Higgins is a true point guard. Josh nickleberry is more of a off guard. Uh, can handle the ball when needed, but it's not going to be a lead guard for. It's not going to be a lead guard for his career. He's going to be a, he's going to be an off guard. Maybe put it in his hands to, to go score. So he struggled, and when he struggled, his rankings plummeted, and. You saw a lot of guys, a lot of the recruiting guys. Even though they were saying they saying that you know he's better than what his rankings show. It just with his bad play, they had to lower the lower his rankings, which didn't really make sense to me when you have a lot of these recruiting analysts saying this, but they're still lowering his recruiting ranking. But that's neither here nor there. He's already signed. Louisville has a top five class, but Ashton Higgins was very high on Louisville. Um, I believe he even visited, and then uh, he visited Kentucky. Uh, Then the next week you hear rumblings about him maybe wanting to uh, reclassify. He reclassifies, goes to Kentucky, and uh, the rest is history. But uh, I really like Ashton Hagan's game. I think he plays hard. Uh, He's just a – to me, he's a solid point guard. He's not going to do anything fantastic, but he's going to do a lot of things good. Uh, If Louisville can get in him early and rattle him early with – with, you know, some some ball pressure out top and, and keeping it from getting it inside to uh, Washington and Travis, uh, Louisville, could, Louisville could get in their head early. And if you get into this Kentucky team's head early, I mean, you go back to the Duke game, and I'm not comparing Louisville to this Duke team, but if you look at that game, the game was over early. Duke got in their heads early and just pretty much pushed them out of the gym. The game was not close after five minutes into the game it was over and i never it was weird you're just not used to seeing kentucky teams quit like that and they pretty much quit so you you get on this team early they're young takes a lot of stuff out of them who knows what can happen i think there's a lot of variables that's going to that are gonna have to win out for this game. Uh, free throw shooting is a big thing. Kentucky is a seventy five percent free throw shooting team. Louisville is a seventy seven. Uh is very improved. I don't I don't know what it is that has changed. Um, I know Ryan McMahon's one of the top free throw shooters in the nation. If not the top, he shoots ninety four percent. Sutton Sutton's eighty one. Enoch who's our big man shoots eighty eight. Uh Cunningham seventy five, Noir is seventy five, uh, Malik Williams, 63. Uh, Quan, 4, which I I feel like the only reason his percentage is so low is because he hasn't shot many, is 60. And then you have um, Akoya got 71. So, I mean, we only have, I mean, when you look at it, you only have two guys under 70%. And that's, like I said, Malik Williams. Malik Williams has got to improve that. I mean, he's an outside shooter. Shooting sixty three percent. I mean, get that up to seventy seventy five, and this team wins a lot more games. Um, but I think the the biggest thing is both teams for either team one person's going to have to step up that not a lot of people are counting on. Uh, for Kentucky, the X factor, I would put it on um, some. I would I would put it on Hagen's. Um, I think Hagen's can control. If Higgins can control the pace. Um, get Louisville's lead guards in foul trouble, Quan four, Chris and Cunningham, and force it. I, I love Darius Perry, but Darius Perry in uh, a matchup against Kentucky with all the emotions in the crowd and, and all that stuff, I don't know if I trust him yet. And if Hagins can get into Cunningham or four and get one of them out early, um, there's no telling what could happen. Uh, for Louisville, I think the X factor is going to be um, Kristen Cunningham. I I, I hate to, to use the other side of it, but if Cunningham can do the same thing to them, uh, get their guards in foul trouble, get, you know, get some penetration, maybe get one of their big guys in foul trouble by dishing it off and, and, and having a guy struggle to get back. Um, uh, I, I think Louisville can, can do a lot of things. Noir is going to, Noir is going to play. Uh, I never really question any effort on anybody of this team, to be honest with you, but, um, I'm looking. Uh, I, I'm gonna. Pre- I'm, I'm gonna predict a, a big game for VJ King tomorrow. Not necessarily, in, in just in the point column, I'm gonna. I feel like VJ King is going to do something in this game that is going to. A lot of Louisville fans are gonna love him for it. I don't. I don't know why I'm getting that feeling. I just am, and also I'm also getting tired of just hearing hearing all of it. So I'm hoping it more than anything. So maybe if I speak it so much it will go into existence. So uh, look for VJ King tomorrow in this matchup with Kentucky. Uh, Now, just like I said, Kentucky with the four, I believe it was four guys in double digits, uh, Louisville has War at 18, then you got Sutton at 9, Enoch at 9, Cunningham at 8, McMahon at 8, Perry at 7, Williams at 6, King at six, and then it drops off drastically. So, I mean, Kentucky averages 84. Louisville averages 80. It's just Kentucky has four guys that score. Louisville pretty much can score from everywhere, but you have one top score. Um, I'm far and away. One far and away top score. So, um, this this should be, in my opinion, this should be one of the... Uh, better games we've seen in in the past couple of seasons. Uh, I think, like I said, both teams have talent. If you think back to before the season started, uh, my prediction for this Louisville team was I think this team would surprise a lot of people. Um, I told uh, people that I speak to about this team, I I think this team is going to be better than last season, which uh, doesn't really say much because that team struggled a lot. But I thought this team would make the tournament. I thought this team would not only make the tournament, but win one to two games, maybe make it into the second weekend. And once you get into the second weekend, I, I mean, you never know what can happen. I mean, you you look at that Loyola Chicago team; the ball just happened to bounce their way and, and get them all the way to the Final Four. Uh, I I'm going to uh, I will be there uh, first and foremost. Uh, I got tickets for my two brothers for the game as well for Christmas. So, it should be fun. Um, I have season tickets. Hopefully, that place will be rocking. I saw the tweet by uh, Chris Mack today saying, you know, the calm before the storm. Uh, I wonder how loud we can get this – or I wonder if we can get this place rocking tomorrow. Uh, it's – it's if, you've, if you're if you a Louisville or Kentucky fan and you've never been to the Louisville, or Kentucky, Louisville versus Kentucky basketball game, I can't – I can't tell you enough to go. The um, it's it's a weird feeling. It, I don't know. It's it. it, it both teams could be winless, and they're playing for that one win of the season. It does not matter. The tension when you walk in that building, you can just feel it. Uh, I actually spoke to a. Uh, one of the drivers for Mercer, and he he's an out-of-town guy. And, um, he said his first ever Louisville game he went to was the win two years ago at the Yump Center. And uh, I asked him, I said, let me ask you a question. He said, all right, I said, could you feel the tension when you walked in there? He said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said it was – the air was thick for sure. And uh, I still remember the first Louisville-Kentucky game that I went to. Uh, rather not mention the outcome, but – it was the 2000 uh it was the josh harrelson game 2011 i think yeah 2011 uh louisville kentucky game in the yum center um then the next one i went to was uh i believe it was the uh the game in indy and then i was at the game two years ago so i mean i've been this will be my fourth one um if you haven't gone to one, I, I suggest going uh, because it's it just a feeling, and I, I don't, I, I just can't, I can't put it into words. It's just something you have to experience, and it is absolutely nuts. One, you feel like one play wins you the whole game at the beginning of the game. Every bucket is just like every fan is hanging on. It's just go experience it. I'll, I'll, I'll say that one more time. So. Uh, it's come to the end of the episode uh, i'm gonna give you my prediction um i think this will be like i said one of the best uh, louisville kentucky matchups we've had in the past couple of seasons um i think that uh louisville will get into kentucky early kentucky will battle back um uh, because this isn't like i said a rivalry game and uh I think it'll come to the last couple of possessions, and who can who can hit their free throws? And I'm going to go with the Louisville Cardinals winning the game, 85 to 79, a six point victory for the Cardinals. Uh, I think with the talent that both teams have, I think this should be, like I said, a great matchup. And I'm hoping I'm hoping my my prediction, unlike the prediction against Indiana, holds true. Uh, eighty-five, seventy-nine is what I'm calling though. Um, uh, let's get out there to the Yum Center tomorrow, Louisville fans. Kentucky fans, you can stay at home. Uh, it doesn't bother me if you stay at home. Uh, but let's get out there to the Yum Center tomorrow. Get out there early. Get out there for the for the lineup. Get out there for everything. Be loud. Be there. Stay there after the game. Everything. Let's get this W. So, guys, hopefully. You enjoyed my uh, my preview here. Uh, keep liking, keep sharing. I'm going to keep putting these episodes out. Uh, I've got a couple exciting ones that I think are going to be uh, – they're going to surprise some people. So uh, I'm going to keep putting them out. You guys enjoy this one. Go Cards. Be Kentucky.